Wonderful, beautiful people. God bless you. This is PJ on the Morning Fellowship. And as you know, if you can hear, then you got to call somebody to also come and hear. God bless you for tuning in. Stay tuned. And let's do what we got to do. God bless you so much. Thank you. And I love you. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my bed. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto I feel afraid, think I've lost my way, still you're there right beside me. Nothing will I fear, as long as you are near, please be near me to the end. Thy word is a lamp unto to the word of God and still you don't have the pure conscience you are lacking the ability to love God my heart forever is wandering Jesus be my guide you hear PJ you hear him ready you hear I will love you to the the choice of the father let us also make a choice of fulfillment when i listen to pg in the morning fellowship i know my morning is being blessed when you start approaching god with a pure mind he starts approaching you with a clean anointing. Your imaginations are the best of your friends. 
always ready to know God. So who do you understand God? In all of these things, there are secrets behind all these things we are talking about. It's time to know God. It is time to grow in Christ. Join PJ every Saturday for morning fellowship, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. and let's go. sunshine and the air that we breathe, O oh Lord, we thank Thee. Thank Thee for the rivers that run all day. Thank Thee for the little birds that sing along the way. Thank Thee for the trees and the deep blue sea, O oh Lord. that sing, fish that swim, and the light of the moon. We thank Thee every day as we kneel and pray that we were born with eyes to see these things. Thank Thee for the fields where the clover is grown. Thank Thee for the pastures where cattle may roam. Thank Thee for Thy love so pure and free, O Lord, we thank Thee. Oh yes, we thank Thee, Lord, for every flower that blooms, birds that sing, fish that swim, and the light of the moon. We thank Thee every day as we kneel and pray, that we were born with eyes to see these things. Yes, we thank Thee for the fields where the clover is grown. Thank Thee for the pastures where cattle may roam. Thank Thee for Thy love so pure and so free, O Lord. We How you know best to to give him to extol him. Just yes, that's it. Just lift it. Just lift it. Lift it already. In whatever language. In whatever language you have in your spirit. Just go ahead and just pull it out. Pull it out. That's it. That's it. Hey. Hey. 
Doesn't change. You are God alone. I feel like staying there for a while. You are God alone. From before time began, you are on your throne. You are on your throne. You are God alone. You are God alone. And right now, in the, the good times and bad, the good, you are on your throne. You are on your throne. You are God alone. You are God alone. You never change. Never change. You never change. Never change. You never change. Never change, you'll never change, God. Never change, you'll never change, you'll never change. 
Yes, that's the posture. Just oh mani kahani can you rattle in the spirit wherever you are just rattle in the spirit if you don't have the gift of the spirit it's falling on you right now it's falling on you right now it's falling on you right now yes yes that office is catching fire already that home is catching fire already yes something is shifting already something is shifting already God wasn't faithful yesterday and unfaithful today. It doesn't change. Something is dropping on someone right now. Hey! And right now, right here in the good times and good. You are on your throne. You are on your throne. You are God alone. You are God. Alone. And right now, right now, in the good times and what we see as bad, in the good and the bad, you are on your throne. Aye. You are God alone. So we trust you. We trust you. We trust you, we trust you. Yeah. We trust you, we trust you. We trust you, we trust you. Because you always show. Always come through for me. You always show up. You always come through for me. You always show up. You always come through for me. Even when I thought it was over. My God, you came through for me. My God, you came Even through when I for me. You came through for me. Oh, you came through for me. You came through for me. You came through. You came through. You came through. You came. You came you keep coming through for me. You don't get tired of coming through for me. You don't get tired of coming through for me. You don't get tired of coming through for me. When men turn your back on us, oh God. When 
we cast our crowns to your feet and we kneel at your feet and we say holy holy are you lord god almighty you deserve it all all that we can give you are not made for us we were made for you thank you sweet father thank you we are not here for blessings because you don't owe us any blessing but we are here to say thank you We are here to say that indeed you are the reason why we lift our hands. You are the reason why we lift our voice. And you will continue to be the reason why we do what we do, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. Glorious King, we worship you. Aladi kovra diesta, palahaido seva. Movela vradi kova balikenus liradasti vrahaido sebra dikada. Lihozele stivradas tura balikenosta. Thank you. And we pray that you continue to bless those wonderful people listening, tuning in their spirit, body and soul. I thank you for their lives. I thank you for their lives. For greater things you will do in their lives. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God and God bless you, family. God bless you. I am excited always to find myself here with you doing what we were called to do I am happy and I believe everybody is doing great it's been a whole week <laughs> and here we are the beautiful morning fellowship in the spirit of God and we got to do what he's called us to do you know too many things go on and we are in the battle of always trying to figure out what whatever we go through is 
and we can we cannot always finish figuring out that life life is no longer life because we are always trying to you know fix or put a puzzle together so that um, we have some kind of understanding you know because life itself throws a lot of things at us and that is where we begin to find meaning to what we call life what it is that we call life because of the things that it throws at us and sometimes we are happy that we got life and sometimes we have questions what are we doing here today you are happy tomorrow you are like what am i doing here this thing is this is this thing is too hard you're happy because you find yourself a being able to unveil something or be at a particular place and you like it and when we get to that point where the things that we are praying about and believing God for don't seem to pull through come through for us when our personal efforts don't seem to be enough when you get to that point in life where nothing seems to be enough like it's, it's like life is asking for more yet you are also asking for more you you were like the tree and everybody's trying to get fruits from you and you get at that point of life where all people want is the fruit they can get from you they don't care how you get your sunshine they don't care how you get your rain they don't care how you pull your strength from whatever they want to see fruit and it's because of a very simple meaning you don't live for yourself and to me that is what life is if you can understand this fact that you don't live for yourself yet you've got to get yourself in that place where anybody at all could have their fruit because you are a tree that is how i see life you were meant to be a, a tree 
and those who pass by are able to get fruit from you. And because of that, if you are not able to be that tree, if you are not able to become that specific tree that can bear fruit and people could get fruit from you and be satisfied and want to come to you the same tree then you 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 begin to lose substance you begin to lose the very meaning of life yeah and guess what those who are feeding from you like taking the fruit they don't say thank you they're not supposed to say thank you <laughs> mm -hmm. they're not supposed to say thank you when when you're passing by a tree and then you you get some fruit do you say thank you to the tree no you were happy there is fruit and then you were happy to have been there at the right time to get the fruit So that is that is to me what life is. I don't know what life is to you. But to me that is what I, I see life to be. You are a tree. So even God has placed a demand on what kind of tree you and I should be. In all our everyday movement and everything we do, God Himself has put a demand on what kind of tree we should be because we are trees. Even Jesus is called the branch. And because of what Bible says that a branch will grow from the, you know, the lineage or the generation of uh, Jesse, who became the father of David. And now this branch has become a tree and he calls you and I branches of the tree and guess what has he has also made us trees and we need to bear fruit and the bible says god himself is the husband man when the husband man he's the gardener he works on the trees prunes the trees and makes sure that the trees are doing what they got to do. Hmm. What kind of tree are you? What kind of tree are you? Let me just read this to you. This is just something that came into my spirit. And Matthew chapter 7. Let me read from verse 15 to verse 20. Ma Matthew 7, 15 to 20. 
Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. 16. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot be cannot bring forth evil evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth forth not good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits, ye shall know them. These are the words of Jesus. So we know you by your fruit. And that is, that is to me, that is what life is. Life is you being a tree. And we get to know you by your fruit. That is, that is what life presents itself to be. That is what life presents itself to be. And nobody really cares how you get fruit. They want to get fruit from you. And they don't care how you produce the fruit. Make sure you bring forth fruit. And then Jesus said, if there is any tree that is not bearing good fruit, is not bringing forth good fruit, we, it says that tree is cut down. That tree is cut down because it's not bearing fruit. That means these are the faces of life that I see it. They are trees that bear fruit. They are trees that do not bear fruit. There are trees that bear good fruits. And there are trees that bear bad fruits. Which one are you? Which one are you? Hmm. Which one are you? You know when Jesus, this is a common story where Jesus and his disciples were traveling. He was so hungry. He went to a fig tree, uh, went to this tree and there was no fruit. Bible, but Bible, Bible was specific to say that it was not yet time. Hmm. That is that part that gets into me. It was not yet time for that tree to bear fruit. Because you and I know seasons and times for which, you know, what fruits we get and all that. And Jesus knew <clears throat> that it was not yet time. Yet he wanted fruit. And guess what? When he went to the tree, and he found no fruit on the tree, knowing that it was not yet time, he cursed the tree. Is it fair for him to have done that? Is it fair? Is it fair? It was not time. But he cursed the fruit. And by the time they came back from their journey and they passed through that same location, Peter 
saw the tree and remembered that that's the same tree Jesus cursed. And guess what? The tree was dead. It was not the tree's fault that it didn't have fruit because it wasn't its time. But Jesus did not care. Why? Is he that wicked? Or inconsiderate? Or that selfish? Because you want fruit and the fruit is not there. You curse the fruit. That is another meaning of life. The, the, the totality, the general conclusion of what life is, is what Jesus did. The whole grand finale, the whole end of the life enterprise is what Jesus did. When you think you're going to do what you have to do, when the time is right, you find yourself there was a curse waiting for you. That curse stands for something that will make you lose so many things because you thought you had to wait for the right time. There are seasons and there are times in this world, but the world and the people in the world don't care what time and season it is. You have to bear fruit. You have being a Christian for how many years now? What is your gift? Today I'm talking to those who want to grow and those who want to know God more. These are the people I'm talking to today. If you are a parent and your child gets to the stage where your child is supposed to be doing things at that stage and your child is not doing that. Sometimes we call it slow development. You get somehow worried or you feel a bit disappointed because you were anticipating that your child should be doing this thing at this particular time. So that feeling you have it's not a good feeling. You get to a stage in your Christian life that you should be doing certain things. And once you are not able to do those things, you are disappointing the Christian faith you stand for. You disappoint the whole of heaven, the whole of God, the whole of the Holy Trinity, the Tetragrammaton. You, you disappoint even your generation, your family. Yet, we think that when the time is right, we will do what God wants us to do. Or, I got to do other things and I'll find time to do this thing that you know this God thing listen 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 Jesus got to the tree and there was no fruit because it was not time but he cursed the tree so what is what is our excuse what is our excuse do you know your gift do you know how many gifts you have 
and those who have been prophesied to concerning your gifts are they in use is a gift is the gift working is it in use is it effective are you effective is everything okay hmm and you know what i i i believe i believe these things happen because not every christian understand god not every christian really understand god not every christian really know god i mean we all don't know god 100 percent. we don't we all don't understand god 100 percent. but there is a dimension there is a level that at least you should get to know and understand god it is what makes you do what you do the level of your knowledge of god the level of your experience of god the level of your understanding of god is what we are seeing in your life when it comes to christianity and then your very own life we are we we we, we get to know that fruit from you based on how connected you are to god we know it you know it that is why nobody can teach you methods to know god no god nobody can teach you you know give you all the precepts line up on line for you to know god you've got to experience god for yourself and how do you do that it's up to you we only see the tree there how the tree is getting photosynthesis is getting whatever it has to get is up to the tree but if there is no fruit you are cut down is it fair <laughs> let me share this with you before i read this scripture i was talking to this guy um around um, 12 midnight and he said he spent about a year and a half of his life as a little boy 13 they're about 11 13 they're about in hospitals because doctors couldn't find out what was wrong with him so they kept moving him from this specialist to that specialist so he lost a lot of time as a kid to do what kids do and then this is what he told me he's, he's a very young guy he's in his 20s this is what he told me he said because of that at my age i feel all of a sudden very mature because of the experience i had because of the experience that's what he told me life and the experience it gave him brought him to a, a stage where it would have taken a long time for him to have gotten there but he got there because of that year and a half pain painful experience weakness and sickness that he went through and i even told him that it's true 
for myself when I even got knocked down by a car around eight years old yeah I was in a hospital for like six months and finally when I was able to come out I also saw life in a different way so everybody got gets into a, a situation and then at the end of it you see life in a different way but nobody cares how you survive all they want to see is what are you doing the fruit that you are bearing because they need to eat the fruit so you can go on and 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 on jesus got to this guy and said do you want to be healed you've been here for 38 years and this guy went on and on and on and on and on and on and jesus just listened he didn't interrupt the guy he was quiet enough to let the guy finish saying all that he had to say he was blaming people he was complaining and then jesus kept quiet and when the guy was done he said you know what just get up take your mat and go home it is only jesus that will care to that level after all your complaint, he still sends you home with some kind of healing and motivation. And yet, the same Jesus will curse the tree, will curse a tree if it's not bearing fruit. You can never finish knowing who God is. You can never finish understanding who God is. But, there is an atmosphere created there was a realm where you can get to and experience God, which will influence the fruit you bear. Let me ask you a very simple question. At this time of your life, apart from life's necessities where maybe you have kids or you have family or the people you are taking care of, who looks up to you to know God? The biggest fruit you can bear is what I'm talking about. Who looks up to you to know God? If you have nobody who feeds on you the fruit of knowing God, there is trouble. Big trouble. Very big trouble. Because apart from what you do, anybody can do it. You're taking care of kids, anybody could do it anybody could take care of a kid it depends on how they do it but anybody could do it you paying people's school fees anybody could do it you the breadwinner of the family anybody could do it it depends on how but anybody could do it both believers and non-believers of christ You go to work, you are the manager, supervisor, common floor member, whatever it is. Anybody could do it. Unbelievers are in the same positions you have. You are at work and then in life at home, whatever it is. Unbelievers are also doing the same thing. So it's not that too special. It's just nice, but it's not too special because anybody could do it. But not anybody could give illumination, lightening, understanding to the person of God. And that is the biggest fruit you can ever bear. If people look up to you to know God so that they can also help others to know God.
Why is it the biggest? Because it's painful. It's very painful to lead people or to have somebody looking up to you so that they can function as God wants them to function. It's painful. It is very painful. It is very painful. It is very hard to ever lead anybody to a level of God's personality, God's person, and then they they finally can wrap their minds and their spirit around this and become what they have to become for God. It cost Jesus his blood. You also, it will cost you something. And if it costs Jesus his blood, be ready because it will cost your blood too. Yeah. But that is what we are supposed to do. Do you do you agree? Do you think it's true? Do you understand it? Yeah, it cost Jesus his blood. It cost Jesus that kind of price to be able to bring us to that place of God. And we are also called to do the same thing. Bring people up to the place of God. That is the, the biggest fruit you can bear. To bring people up to the place of God. And it's going to cost your blood too. I'm telling you. It's painful. It hurts. And that's why I'm telling you. That it doesn't matter what time you've given to yourself. Or what time you're waiting for. Nobody cares. You got to do what you have to do. Nobody cares. Even God doesn't care what time you're waiting for. Because you don't know God's time. So the best you can do is to find yourself in the place where God wants you to be. All the time. All the time of your life. And that is one painful thing. To have the tree in the right soil is hard. Ah, it's hard. Hmm. Can we read the scripture? Second Corinthians chapter five. Livra si kova la dilando se valanda balado se levede. Let's do Second Corinthians chapter five, just so that we we wrap our minds. Around this thing that I'm talking about. <laughs> Let's start from verse. Um, what verse will help us? Maybe verse 15. When we are singing this song. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
میں وفا ہوتی ہوتی 
through Jesus Christ. God brought us back to himself through Jesus Christ. Now, hear this? Hear this? <laughs> you really have to listen to this one. And all of this is a gift from God. Verse 18. Who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. <laughs> oh boy. Oh my world. Isn't that a big bullet? So I'm going to read all the way to 21. And then we, we look at it well, okay? And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God gave us this task of reconciling people to him. Verse 19. <laughs> for God was in Christ. Now, for God was in Christ. Reconciling the world to himself. No longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead. Come back to God. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering of our sin. So that we could be made right with God through Christ. You see, this, this is a whole cycle. It's a whole cycle. Do you get a picture? So God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. God was in Christ bringing us back to him. Now, he is using you and I. He is counting on you and I to bring others to him. <laughs> whatever cost Jesus to be able to bring us to God is also going to cost us in bringing others to God and this is what the reality of it all is the highest fruit the strongest fruit the greatest fruit we can ever bear is God using you and I to bring others to himself. This is the reality of it. God can never bring anybody to himself without using somebody. He used Jesus to bring us to himself. And now he is counting on you and I to also bring others to himself. With what we called the ministry or the message of reconciliation. But the word there is the ministry of reconciliation. Every child of God has been given a ministry of reconciliation where you bring others to God. Now, the pain it took Jesus, that pain is waiting for you and I. Do you get the whole picture now? We are not in this world to joke, I tell you. 
We are not in this world to joke. It is, it is, Whatever it took Jesus to get us to be reconciled to God is the same pattern. That pattern is the same. It hasn't changed. The only difference is that we may not find ourselves exactly in the position God Jesus went through, but we will find ourselves ourselves exactly in the in the in the in the realms or law or the experience that emotional torture, that experience of disappointment and rejection and all that. Look, even when you know you are doing what you are doing to save somebody's life, that's that same person is also doing what they can do to get you out of their way. To get you out of their way. That is <laughs> Okay. Let me take you to Matthew. Matthew is going to do something for us. Are you ready? I'm just trying to get the words of Jesus clear so that we, we get a picture. This fruit and reconciliation thing. Uh -huh. First of all, Matthew chapter 5, verse 11. Uh -huh. Let me just start from verse 3. The Beatitudes. You have heard of the Beatitudes, right? So, Matthew 5, 3 to 11. God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him for the kingdom of heaven is theirs God blesses those who mourn for they will be comforted <laughs> God blesses those who are humble for they will inherit the whole earth God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice for they will be satisfied Verse 7, God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Verse 11, God blesses you. <laughs> It became personal from verse 5 to verse 10 it says God blesses those God blesses those God blesses those Jesus is talking to the disciples and he's telling them God blesses those 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 and who are the those God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him for the you know he's blessing people those who have you know who are merciful his those who are whose hearts are pure those who work for peace those who are persecuted but in verse 11 he now told the disciples directly he says god blesses you 
when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers did you get it did you get it so from verse 5 to from verse 3 to verse 10 um those who are who realize that they are poor and that they need god those who mourn those who are humble those who are hungry and thirst for justice those who are merciful those who are whose hearts are pure those who work for peace those who are persecuted for doing the right thing it's it's kind of a lower level the higher level here is when people mock you why are they mocking you they mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of things evil things against you because you are my followers in other words because you are about to do what i do People will lie against you. People will persecute you. People will mock you. But it says you are blessed because you are in the position to do what I came into this world to also do. That is the meaning of Christianity. That is the meaning of bearing bigger fruit. When you are a follower of Christ, you are a follower of Christ because... When God gives us a grace, we will deal who a true disciple is. That's what we are dealing at church now. Because as a follower, you do what you do. You see your master do. And Jesus said, because you are my followers, they're going to mock you, lie, persecute, do evil things against you because you're following me. Look at verse 12. Be happy. <laughs> Be happy about it. Be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the Asian prophets were persecuted in the same way. He's telling you and I that the old prophets, the prophets, they were persecuted in the same way. And Jesus has come to be persecuted in the same way with much more... Uh, uh, pain and much more whatever and then you and I are going to be in the same way for this is the bigger fruit so those who are taking care of kids those who are taking care of prisoners those who are taking care of you know merciful at heart those who are saying oh you know life no don't do this those are minor 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 things that God is going to bless you for that but he says the big reward is very personal when you follow me because you got to do what I came to do you have to do what i came to do you are going to be in big trouble in this world but guess what be happy about it because your reward is in heaven this is hard this is this is this is hard this is hard because the very people that you are trying to save you are trying to reconcile to god you are trying to help Although they still look up to you and they don't realize that there's so many blessings in it, there's so many um, pain, there's so many, um, you know, heartbreaks and emotional torture and all that, they still don't care. They will still insult you. They will still say whatever they want to say behind you, before you, after you, whatever it is. The hypocrisy, the pretentiousness, the wickedness of those that we have been called to help to bring back to God. 
like Jesus had to go through that. They slapped him and all that. We are also going to be hit with all those things. He says, count it a joy because <laughs> this is crazy, man. This is crazy. But that is what we are called to do. And so I'm asking you now, what, what time are you going to be ready? Is it some of you are still being taught the oracles of God there? Who you are, you are still learning things you should know long time ago. In your number of years as a Christian, you are still learning. You are still learning what you should have known long time ago. What is water baptism? Uh, what is speaking in tongues? Uh, the the uh, these look by now, by now. Do you know what you should, you should be doing if you are not there yet? By now, <laughs> ah. by now you should be suffering because of what you are called to do. That's what you be. By now you should be suffering. By now you should feel the heaviness and the weight. Of the assignment God has given you. And if you are not feeling it yet. You don't even know what it is yet. I don't know what to say. Because I didn't come here to frighten you. But I don't know what to say. Remember Jesus cursed the tree. For not bearing fruit. Even though it was not yet time. A word to the wise is enough. Let's do chapter chapter 10. Of the same Matthew. Hmm. Oh yes. Matthew chapter 10. Where am I starting from? Hmm. Good. Let's start from verse hmm, 16. And we are gonna go right there to 39. In our dear Lord's garden. <laughs> Look, you better be prepared. Is it that you are in or out? That is the whole thing. Is either you are in or out? Are you going to be a Christian like really? So you, you realize that some of you are not Christians yet. You are you are you are not Christians yet. Some of you realize you are not Christians yet. You are I don't know what name I should give you. Because until you get to that place of assignment. I don't know what name. Let me read. I'm just going to read from verse 16 of Matthew chapter 10. Right down to verse 42. Alright. Verse 42. So I'm just reading and later we, we, like, we look at it well. Um, sometimes it's just self-explanatory. I don't even have to explain it too much. Mm, it's interesting. Still from the New Living Translation. Translation. Um, uh, shall I take it from the Passion Translation? Okay, let's do Passion Translation first. Okay? Now, remember... It is I who sends you out. This is Jesus talking to the disciples. Now remember, it is I who sends you out. 
even though you feel vulnerable as lambs going into a pack of wolves so be as shrewd as snakes yet as harmless as doves <laughs> hmm. what i'm looking for is in the living new living translation but beware for you be you will be handed over to the courts and will be flogged with whips in the synagogues verse 18 you will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers because of what you are my followers he says you will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers but this will be your opportunity to tell the rulers and other unbelievers about me do you understand it do you oh i feel like i feel like ah jesus is telling the disciples that they are going to put you before kings on trial you you'll be you'll be in court because you're my followers but he says that when you find yourself in that kind of trouble where they arrest you they are doing what they are doing and you stand before people of authority to answer questions he says see it as opportunity because it's an opportunity for evangelism <laughs> you will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers but this will be your opportunity to tell the rulers and the other unbelievers about me jesus is like saying don't be a crybaby when they arrest you don't be a crybaby and start praying uh, what am i going to do oh god he says listen when they arrest you be happy because it's another level of evangelism i told you it is going to cost your blood it is going to cost your blood we can't do anything about it is either you are in or you are out that's what i'm saying christianity is not is not you know a tv channel like tv you have channels and you have a remote you can switch to that any channel you want when you don't like the other channel you can't switch like that you can't switch to angel gabriel because you don't like angel michael it's not like that it's either you are in or out is it that you are in or out so when you find yourself in any kind of trouble because of you are a follower of Christ, he says, be ready because it is beautiful. You are going to evangelize to these people also. Whether they will listen to you or not, it's, it's, it, they don't, he doesn't care. It's an opportunity to evangelize. Let me continue reading. <laughs> I don't know how many people will, will enjoy this message, but I... I got to speak it as it is. Verse 19. When you are arrested, don't worry about how to respond or what to say. God will give you the right words at the right time. For it is not you who will be speaking. It will be the spirit of your father speaking through you. <laughs> you understand? So he says, God will give you what you should say. It will not be you speaking. It will be God speaking through you. But when they are slapping you, it is your body. You feel it. No two ways about that. It is what it is. 21. A brother will betray his brother to death. A father will betray his own child. And children will rebel against their parents and cause them to be killed. 
and all nations will hate you because you are my followers. All nations will hate you because of my, you are my followers. But everyone who endures to the end will be saved. Hmm. When you are persecuted in one town, flee to the next. <laughs> I tell you the truth, the Son of Man will return before you have reached all the towns of, the, of Israel. That is another thing to talk about. Man, 24. Students are not greater than their teacher, and slaves are not greater than their master. Students are to be like their teacher, and slaves are to be like their master. And since I, now, 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 pay attention, pay attention, pay attention, please, pay attention here, please. And since I, the master of the household, have been called the prince of demons, the members of my household will be called by even worse names. Do you understand it? Jesus says that no teacher is greater than no student. Where is it? Good. Students are not greater than their teacher. And slaves are not greater than their master. Students are to be like their teacher. And slaves are to be like their master. And, I, and since I, the master of the household, have been called the priest of demons, and members of my household will be called even worse names. What is Jesus saying? Jesus says, You, the student or slave, cannot be greater than your master or teacher. And if he, Jesus, being the master, has been called a demon, prince of demon, he says, then get ready. You, who are my followers, you will also be called worse names. What does it mean? It's the same pain. That's what he's trying to say. Whatever it cost him, to get you and I to get reconciled to God and become followers of Christ is going to cost you and I in bringing people to the place of God. And it hurts. It hurts. They will call you all sorts of names. They will insult you. They will mock you. But that is a higher, bigger fruit you and I can bear. So what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? Whatever they did to Jesus... They will do to us. That's what he said. Now, even in our days, it's it's even not as crazy as it was before. In our days, it depends on which country you are. But as I'm speaking to you now, there are people who are Christians and they are suffering because of Christ. High level persecution. So if you are in a country where Christians are not persecuted, but then you are going through one or two emotional stuff backbiting, insulting you and all that, yo, your own is okay. <laughs> don't let anything withdraw you from your calling. And I don't know why you are wasting time, but be careful. Please be careful. Whether you are already a pastor or not, let's be careful. There's nothing like the right time. When it comes to God's assignment, when it comes to God's will when it comes to God's ministry of reconciliation bringing people to God there is nothing like I'm waiting for the right time when it comes to the gift of the spirit when it comes to our Christian walk there is nothing like I am waiting for the right time because guess what 
while you are waiting for the right time and you are not bearing the fruits, this kind of fruit we're talking about, a curse is waiting. A distraction is waiting for you. <sighs> 26. But don't be afraid of those who threaten you. For the time is coming when everything that is covered will be revealed. And all that is secret will be made known to all. What I tell you now in darkness, shout abroad when daybreak comes. What I whisper in your ear, shout from the housetops for all to hear. Hmm. 28. Don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Fear only God who can destroy both soul and body in hell. But that's not what we are seeing. We are, we are seeing Christians who are afraid of their jobs. Like, hey, if I don't go, I'm in trouble. What is the time? I'm late. Ah, we are afraid of your job. You are afraid of your losing your paycheck more than God. Careful now. Careful now. Look at the time you have to invest in whatever will never bring you to the place of the right fruit. And yet, what we have to do to be able to bear the fruit that we are called to bear, we are rather investing little or no time into it. Careful now. 29. What is the price of two sparrows, one copper coin? But not a single sparrow can fall to the ground without your father knowing it. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. 31. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. 32. Everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. Oh, I love it. But everyone who denies me here on earth, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. Don't imagine that I came to bring peace to the earth. I came not to bring peace, but a sword. Hmm. 35. I have come to set a man against his father. <laughs> And a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. <laughs> your enemies will be right in your own household. 37. If you love your father or mother more than you love me, you are not worthy of being mine. Or if you love your son or your daughter more than me, you are not worthy to be mine. Of being mine 38 if you refuse to take up your cross and follow me you are not worthy of being mine 39 if you cling to your life you will lose it but if you give your life for me you will find it so those who think it's all about what you are making pocket family wise it's not all about that if you are keeping your life from what God has called you to do, he said you will lose it. I told you there is a curse waiting. It doesn't matter what time you are waiting for. You will lose that thing you are protecting. 
instead of working for God, doing what he wants you to do, you are giving 90% of your time to what you have not been called to do, to life's necessities. It's okay to work, to school, to all do all that. But if these things are the excuses you have, that you are limited in your flow of what you've been called to do, he says you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. That is it. Family, that is it. Verse 40. Anyone who receives you receives me. And anyone who receives me receives the Father who sent me. If you receive a prophet as one who speaks for God, you will be given the same reward as a prophet. And if you receive righteous people because of their righteousness, you will be given a reward like theirs. And if you you give even a cup of cold water to one of the least of my followers, you will surely be rewarded. Ladies and gentlemen, sweet family, listen to the passage translation of verse 38. And whoever comes to me must follow my steps and be willing to share my cross and experience it as his own or he is not worthy of me. I told you, it's the same thing. Whatever Jesus came to do, that's what we are going to do. He says, whoever comes to me must follow my steps and be willing to share my cross and experience it as his own or he is not worthy of me. So I told you, nobody gives you methods that will help you to know God. You've got to experience God yourself. I take a breather here and we will continue. Alright. Let's just ponder about this one. Let's think about it. I enjoy these songs and we continue. Thank you for sticking and staying. God bless you so much. God bless you. I want that. I need that. Need it. I need want to stay around. Now shut me down. Once it's lost and now they found. I, yes, I need that good discernment. Now round with this serpent. One soon listen for the serpent. Yeah. I need a love like this. I need a love like this. Someone who's patient. Now who's impatient? And they've been waiting on what you should do. I know that this ain't who you used to be. And I know that this isn't what you need from me. Oh, I want that real love. But I 
you're patient, but you hate to wait But love is an action, not a feeling thing I don't want just something that'll fade away Oh, I want that real love Yeah, I want that real love Not that turn back your ears
love the Lord And we will love His presence We'll love talking to Him And we will love to hear His voice We will love to behold His beauty Yeah, we'll love to see His glory For your house oh, Would give everything To build your church And make it glorious We love coming to your house Just because we love you yeah. Oh God, we want to stay here We want to stay here and linger
any man wants to come after me I will receive him in peace to my realm Only he should know that any man who holds the plow And looks back isn't fit for my kingdom Living for Jesus isn't easy But He has promised to sustain you Don't be afraid for He is faithful Jesus, we want to stay your disciples. We want to always be your disciples. We receive the grace. We receive the help to take up our cross to follow you. We want to be the people that bring you joy. We want to be the people that please you well. The people that bear the fruit you've called us to bear. In this world of pressure, in this world of pain, in this world of darkness, uncertainties, in this world of peacelessness, in this world where nothing seems to be in place, we still want to take up our cross and follow you. And we want to always experience you, oh God. And therefore I pray. Even as your people connect with their hearts, I pray that anything that would 
give us the luxury of excuse anything that will make us want to excuse and bring excuses so that we can say the time is not yet or we are not here prepared let that thing be far from us because we don't want to be that tree that is cursed because we didn't bear fruit although it wasn't time help us to stand well for you help us that the ministry and message of reconciliation that you pass on to us from jesus we are able to handle it well and bring many to the kingdom as you've called us to they will mock us the world will mock at us the world will lie about us the world will put us in prison the world will make situation hard any form of prison any form of persecution any form of lies that the world will throw at us help us to endure and help us to bring glory to your name just as jesus did just as the people of old did just as the prophets and apostles did we pray that we shall also be the people the vessel the children that brought you joy in the midst of persecution and tough times help us to stand well help us to realize that there's no time and we got to do what you've called us to do let revelation and understanding comes to come to us and let us be able to be in the realm you want us to be with you and for you thank you for your strength revealed and released to us thank you for your presence granted to us to do this task thank you for your help to be able to do this and if anybody is listening to me and they are heart hardened and they don't even want to walk with you i pray that your mercy will reach them anybody who has realized that their time or they've wasted a lot of time or they've not been serious i pray that as you are ministering ministering with your spirit and in your spirit in our hearts such a person will be able to be convicted and converted and run to will and to do for you of your good pleasure thank you father thank you father thank you in jesus name amen god bless you so much i'm happy that you stay tuned for us to do this we'll continue next week saturday and remember tomorrow sunday miracles we are here 6 a.m to 8 a.m god bless you my number is 860-709-0793 860-709-0793 and if you want today's message i can give it to you on your phone directly so that you can enjoy it this message is ready to be sent to you so just send a request on my phone to my number 860-709-0793 eight six zero seven zero nine zero seven nine three and i'll forward the message to you god bless you josie it says god bless you too god bless you too thank you for listening and thank you all god bless you i love you now that we find christ what are we going to do and why don't we follow god be his disciple be the disciple of jesus by taking up our cross thank you another message here says amen god bless you oh God bless you too. All right. So message will be ready for those who want it. And catch you tomorrow, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Please 
tell people about this program let them be part of it it's part of the bearing fruit because you are leading them to a place of growth and knowing god i love you god bless you enjoy the song after this song another song will come and yeah i salute
Verily, verily, I say unto you There is no man that hath left houses or parents Or brethren or wives for the kingdom He shall receive a Houses and parents, sisters and brothers, and children too, with lands and with persecutions, and in the world to come eternal life.
Vamos 